Akwaba and hello. This is Spark Business, the financial literacy podcast for entrepreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs by the German Sparkassenstiftung in Western Africa, or DSIK for short. We want to spark your business. My name is Sharita Omolumo. I work with DSIK. And this podcast is all about financial literacy with a special focus on business. discussion today is supplier management. Whatever you are selling, you need inputs. You are into trade, then you buy goods to resell them. You're into production or you offer a service, you need inputs to work with. Now, where do you get your goods or your inputs from? From your suppliers, right? We want to take a closer look at this relationship today. And to do so, I have with me Three entrepreneurs. These are entrepreneurs who have been um, on the show already, so they are not new. But for those who do not know them, would we'll have them introduce themselves and their business briefly. Welcome, Eunice, John, and Vida. Eunice. Okay, so I'm Eunice H. Much right into production of reusable parts to help reduce period plastic waste and also help um, solve the issue of period poverty where women and girls cannot afford disposable parts. I'm John Iraksmos Donko. I sell sneakers and also washing of sneakers. I'm Fighter Boy. I'm into bakery and natural juice production. Okay, so let's go into our discussion for today. So what are the things you need to buy on a regular basis from your suppliers? So for us, we need a lot of cotton material. We have a specific one that we use and then we need our, uh, our down layer for um, our parts. And then we also need our absorbent for the middle part of our, um, our parts. So there are a whole lot of things that we buy, including the buttons and everything. So these are the components of the materials that we use for our production of reusable parts. John, do you source your your goods locally, internationally, or how do you source your goods? Sorting up with the goods. Source. How? Where do you get them from? Oh, I do get them from the market, from uh, different peoples who do supply me because I don't sell one particular. Sneaker. I saw different varieties of sneakers. Example like Jordan, Emma's, uh, shoes, Air Force, Balenciaga, and other stuff. So I have a different customers who do supply me. Okay, so that leads me to my next question. What are some typical problems or problems you encounter on a daily basis having to get your goods from different suppliers? Because when I rely on one supplier, maybe it might not get me the actual product or the sneakers I want. So that's why I just pick it from a different people. Because one person doesn't sell, let's say, Air Max, he sells only Air Max and want to sell like Air Fox. So I pick them from a different shops. 
and I bring it to my shop. I don't have a particular person that I buy from. Aida, you deal in consumables, you're a baker. That means you need goods or you need supplies of certain ingredients on a, either on a daily basis, weekly basis, or monthly basis. What are some important things that you 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 you, you consider to, in choosing your supplier? Well, so for me, time management is very important to me, right? So um, when people order for their products, and I need to deliver on time, right? Because it's, it's consumable. So when the person needs to consume the thing, probably early in the morning and it doesn't get there, get there in the afternoon, then the person cannot use it anymore or cannot consume it anymore. So time management is very important to me when it comes to choosing, you know, a supplier. Yeah. And for me, I have two suppliers who supply my goods for me because um, I have one outside the uh, town who is on the fruit. So what they do is that they plant the pineapples and the other fruits. And I have one also in the market here. So when I have to you know, producing a very small quantity. I just go to the market and get them. I just call them in the market and bring it. But when I have an order, let's say for a week, and in a very large quantity, then I have to contact the one on the field to bring them so that it will be more cheaper when it's coming from the field. Okay, so pricing sometimes determines whom to contact. Yeah. Okay. And um, Eunice, you mentioned a lot of things that go into the fabrication of the pads that means you need to do deal with different suppliers where do you get them from do you source them locally internationally and what do you consider before getting a supplier so i source majority of them locally um, for our business one component of it is that we would want our resources to retain where we are in our country we want the resources the monies that we get to retain in our country so that's one of the things we look at we have a lot of suppliers we actually deal with women specifically women because we also want our monies to kind of economically empower women so we actually source from women and we have about three, four, five of them. And yes, it depends on the pricing. It also depends on how quickly we need it. And it also depends on who we can trust at um, a particular moment and how urgent we also need it. So we put all these things into consideration and then we decide on who we are getting it from for this side or who we can trust can get us this or that that we need this moment so we put all these things into consideration when sourcing for our raw materials for the production have you encountered any challenges in doing so yes um sometimes you may not get what you want like at that specific time when you want it especially when you need it for an emergency um, i actually had this when i wasn't really into forecasting where i would um, under budgets or under um, forecast um, um, the customers that I need to reach out to. So in, I remember there was a, a, sometime in May 28th, May for World Menstrual Hygiene Day where we did not produce a lot because we were in forecasting and then we had a lot of organizations coming in that we would need reusable parts for 
our projects and we did not have that much so we needed to fall back on our suppliers but then they weren't able to give it to us because of the limited time that um we have so you know it, it all goes into all these forecasting and getting your amological uh, exact um number of um raw materials that you will need so we have all these suppliers i mean to help us get what we need at one particular time. So it actually helps. John, have you ever had to change a supplier or add an additional supplier to the suppliers you already have? Oh yeah, sometimes I do change because some of the suppliers doesn't deliver on time. Maybe a customer might request of a sneaker particular and you will be tossing you tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. So. Sometimes I do add a supplier. Yeah. Okay. Um, Baida, um, I'm curious to know, have you ever had any experience of dealing with a supplier who has impacted your business positively or negatively? Yeah. I had a problem with one supplier and I need to know, even though you've worked for so many years and they are doing faithful to me, but due to one or two mistakes, we need to stop working because uh, I needed a quantity of goods and he promised to bring them and he couldn't deliver all. It's happened twice and I just need to you know, let him go because he has not been sincere to me because I couldn't produce the number of things that my clients wanted. So I needed to you know, do away with him, then find another person. So um, to our listeners, um, can you give them a word of advice on how important it is um, supplier management is in business? Yeah, so I would say um, if you are choosing for a supplier, you know, time management, as we've all said, is very important. You know, you need to get a supplier who can always, you know, bring in your goals at a particular time when you needed it. And also, will be faithful to you that you wouldn't say, yeah, I'll bring it tomorrow and the next day you'll not bring it when you need a thing to produce. So in choosing your supplier, I think you need to get somebody who's very faithful and somebody who can also manage his time very well. Eunice, what are your last words? My last words would be that um, make sure you have people that you can fall onto at any time in case the one, the supplier you have in mind also fails you. And also also have it in mind that you definitely encounter difficulties when you are, um, you have all these suppliers there. You are not going to get things 100% um, for you so you should always psych your mind that there is always going to be a problem but then you also have the power to minimize um, the damages that probably it may cost you so you should the advice I would give is that you should have people not just one person that you'd have like three three four five suppliers that you can fall on anytime should another um, disappoint you. John what do you have to say to other businesses like you who deal in maybe shoes, clothing, other words about supplier management? Yeah, to me, I think you shouldn't rely on only one supplier because maybe you might need a thing and he would de delay you. So when you have three or four people who can, I mean, supply you, in terms of the other one fills you, the other one can recover you. 
yeah that's a little advice i can give you to an entrepreneur our entrepreneurs here say the same thing it's very important for us to have a number of suppliers if it, if you have two constant suppliers always have a number of suppliers that you can pull on in case there is a need to do so and time management is also crucial would like to bring as usual our experts um, in this topic who would also give his take his expert take on supplier management and how important it is for businesses sami is a, an expert business coach um, he does a lot of training and he's also the founder of startup lounge um sami you've heard so much from the entrepreneurs here with us um other things that sound familiar to you thank you so much uh sheridan it's good it's good it's good to be back um i would i would definitely say one thing that sticks out uh, is time management and then the stress of managing suppliers and from what the the, the employee said and this is something that is really uh, important for many businesses as well i mean for a business who have promised which have promised uh, customers that i am going to deliver at this time sometimes these businesses do that without taking into consideration what the supplier's time also looks like and you know yeah this is something that i probably do not ascribe to but then there's the ghanaian time you know uh, issue we have here as well which basically would affect every other business and then the way they also work around the things they do so there's a lot of stress from smaller businesses who do not have the amount of, of money to buy things in bulk, you know, in managing their, their, their suppliers, right? The other thing, the other thing that I think is, is really important, uh, which one of course wasn't also mentioned is for some businesses, you could also look into going into some agreement, which gives you a line of credit from your suppliers what that really means is instead of having to always cough up cash to get you know, your products you could have a credit agreement where you get the product or materials you need to produce whatever you are producing for your customers and then as and when you are able to sell based on the agreement you could still keep paying back your suppliers this can happen if you have worked with these suppliers for a longer time and then there's a, there's a trust that has been built for a while. And so it's easy for you, to, um, for you to go to this particular supplier to do these kind of arrangements as well, right? So, I mean, I think, I think these, these are possibly the, the main things, I think, that are important for, for, for businesses to note um, at this moment, for example, yeah. Um, those are really important points you have raised. Um, so to be able to get credit you must have sustained a relationship with your supplier and um, what considering the Ghanaian environment what are some typical mistakes our businesses and entrepreneurs do when it comes to managing their suppliers yeah um i guess i guess sometimes for businesses is first of all not even planning the supplier as part of their production process or, or i mean their customer journey process uh, most 
and we do stress on this as well most most of of businesses focus a lot more on the customer what can i get the customer when can i get it to them and all those things but in planning that particular process there is some element of the supplier's own timing as we already mentioned but also the supplier's own availability of different stock that you would need to produce what you what you need to produce um another thing uh, which businesses do not take into consideration is the amount of information you could actually get from suppliers right and that could also inform you in the long run what is moving in the market and you remember john john was uh, in 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 the a previous episode we had one one uh, um entrepreneur john right and then he was talking about he went to his supplier and then based on the information he got the supplier he started selling or he started collecting a different kind of shoes that he would usually take right and this is information you can get from your suppliers if you if if you are paying attention as well so i think some some of these things are really important for when you're interacting with your with uh, with your suppliers one important thing I think we shouldn't or businesses should not miss is having official agreements. Most of the time this, this is something that is always, you know, glossed over, right? Because this is a supplier that uh, you are basically talking to all the time so you think anytime they say they have this and you go they can they can give it to you, but most of the time as you already know for smaller businesses the supplier is always selling to the highest bidder. Right, you might go today, but tomorrow you will not get it. But having a clear agreement that allows you to hold these suppliers to uh, to account or hold them accountable, you know, is really important. Right. Last thing I would say is, don't have only one supplier. Right? As much as possible, get about two three different kinds of supply even if it's of the same kind of ingredient you need because we all know that if you put all the eggs in one basket what happens yeah so <laughs> we all know what happens so it's really important that you have more than one supplier so that if today supplier A says ah, i don't have this particular ingredient anymore you could move to supplier b so building relationships with more than one supplier is key for you satisfying your customers at the end of the day. Um, you've raised really important points here about um, relationship with customers. So how do you manage this relationship um, to be, for you to have a better relationship with your suppliers and then at the end of the day for your business to get the best um, out of this relationship? Yeah. Um, First, maybe maybe we, we let's look at it this way, right? Um, always, always when when I'm doing like a training for business plan and all those things, we always say there is a back end and then there's the front end. In the middle is the sweet spot where all the magic happens in terms of what you do to meet. Right, the back end is what the customer does not see, but it's what informs the middle so that you can get uh, the customer what they need. Right. And this is where supplier management comes in. If you have suppliers where you are not also accountable to them, you're not paying them on time, you're not uh, living up to certain kinds of agreement, you need to understand that at some point, that back end of your business will, will stop to work. What that means is that once that stops to work, 
there's no way you're going to be meeting your customer, your customer needs. Your customer need is always linked to your back end where everything happens. If it's a production company, this is where your production happening. Before your production can happen, you need to get materials from your, from your suppliers. Right? So a big part of supplier management is being accountable and also being able to um, have clear communication lines. Right. Again, the agreements that you make with these customers are a big part of managing, I mean, having a good supplier and management and, and relationship, right? Communication, as I already said, is also a big part of it. You need to know how to communicate, when to communicate. And what I mean by that is, so for example, you, you know that you have promised your, your customers that you are going to meet yeah, yeah. I mean, some people do this, right? Uh, there's, the service comes in next than 24 hours, right? But then you've not had any communication with your suppliers to understand what is the time they could meet. Maybe they can find you that particular material in the next, say, two days. But you've already communicated in 24 hours. How do you, how, how do you, how do you expect to meet this customer demand? This is also going to affect your own business reputation and credibility, and then it goes on and on. So here are some of the things that you could do to help you manage these, these relationships. Sami has said so much about um, supplier management and how important it is um, in our business, especially the aspect of having an agreement. Um, we tend to think a lot of times that agreements can only be done when you're big. When you're small, mm. I mean, you can just <laughs> say what you want and you expect them to respect it. Yeah. As a small business, how do you get your suppliers to actually get into an agreement with you on paper, mm. as you just mentioned? Mm. How do you include it in your business? I think it's, it, it's really, I mean, of course, it's also very difficult if you're a small business, right? but it really starts from you, the business itself. Right? If you are not paying attention to documentations and all those things, this will not even come into your head in the first place. So you need to first understand um, what are the needs of your business? How does your business work? Because you're keeping records, right? Because one thing you don't want to do is go into an agreement with the supplier saying you will come and pick goods every week. And because you didn't plan well for your business, there's one week that you were not able to come and pick stuff. The supplier is now having goods that are for you, meant for you because they did not sell it, but then it's just sitting down. And if are perishable goods, you know they are going to spot. And then you've damaged the relationship totally, right? So before you even think about how can I make sure I get this agreement, you need to understand what are the needs of the business in relation to your customers or in relation to whatever you want to do or service or product. And then now you can come up with these particular kind of uh, agreement or right? terms of agreement and how you go about it. Um, well, um, there's, there's no one straight answer to this uh, because the suppliers are different 
And there are certain suppliers who probably do not care about agreement and will not want to sign and all those things. So it's also the way you speak to them. How do you how do you communicate this so that they can get to appreciate the value of having a proper agreement? Right. So it means that at some point you need to also be selling your 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 value to them. Because if you can if you can assure these these suppliers that you come every single week, I think in on a on a normal on a normal stage. I think every 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 supplier would want to have a regular business because they are also running a business. Even though they are a supplier, they are running a business, right? You are their customer, even though they are your supplier. So having a, an agreement actually helps them to keep their own cash flow. So I think this is one way you can sell your agreement process to them. Of course, it will mean that you will need to come up with the agreement and then send to them, and then you can go the back and forth. But I think this is this is one thing that you need to consider. What advice would you have um, to wrap up all these you have said about supply management to that small business owner out there, that micro business owner out there who is seeking to manage their suppliers better mm. going forward? Mm. Have, have a clear record on who the supplier is, what they are supplying you with or what they are supplying you with um uh probably as well um the uh, timings of supply most importantly have more than one supplier for one ingredient or for one uh, input uh, for your for your for your business or for your product or service or whatever it is you do right i think having these things is a good start a good basis for you being assured of getting the things you need to run your business. Be credit worthy when your suppliers give you uh, some credit, your credit line to take their goods. Right. When you have been, when you've succeeded to also get into agreement with suppliers, then you need to understand that you need to lift these kinds of agreements as well. So you need to be accountable to your suppliers. I think these things are really, really important. So we've learned today that accountability is key, having an agreement is key, communication between you and your suppliers is also very key, and get to know your customers. And last but not the least, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Sami, and to our listeners out there. Let us know about the problems you experience with your suppliers. We want to know what problems are specific to your area of business and how you deal with them on a daily basis. And remember, you may be invited to our next episode to present your business and receive consultation from one of our experts. In our next episode, we'll be talking about products and prices. How do you decide on the pricing of your products and how it makes a huge difference in how much you sell and what you earn? Don't miss it. To you, our listeners out there, we want to hear from you. We want to, you to share your experiences with us, with your businesses, how it has been, um, using technology, record keeping, um, 
coming up with business ideas, so on and so forth. We want to, you to share those experiences with us and to others out there who might want to start a business or learn from you. And to do so, send us an email to contact hyphen West Africa at dsik.de. I take it again. Contact hyphen West Africa at dsik.de.